Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. You're telling me that Jeremy Parks is coming up as Jerome Parks and he went missing in 1943? Do we have his prints on file? If his name is Jerome, we do. But other than that, no. Well, looks like we'll have to pay Jeremy slash Jerome a little visit. Detectives! Can you believe this? This is crazy! I don't know what I would have done without my friends to help. I can't believe Jeremy just up and left. Do you mind if we look around in the office? Sure, go ahead. I'm going to collect a stapler. Maybe this paper pad. I'm hoping he wrote something down. Mr. Pierman. He's not one of ours. Jeremy insisted on not receiving money for working. If you only bartered with him, how did he pay rent? He said he was only working to give some purpose in his life. Hey, the judge signed off on the warrant. I'm heading over to Jeremy's apartment with uniforms from Southeast. Well, this is it, apartment 203. Jeremy paid you in cash, up front each month, right? Yes. He seemed like a nice young man. Here you go. What in God's name? And now, episode 13, The Plans. What is all of this? It looks like our war room. Maps, photos, timelines. And what are those? Oh, they look like engineering drawings. Ma'am, did you ever notice any people in and out of Jeremy's apartment? No. He kept very much to himself. In fact, sometimes I didn't even know he was here. Uh, I hope he hasn't taped all this stuff onto my walls. Uh, how long has he been a tenant here? Oh, I'd say at least the last two years. Thank you very much. We'll have to secure this room until our investigation is finished. Is Mr. Parks in serious trouble? Uh, right now we want to question him as to why he's living under an assumed identity. What? He's not Mr. Parks? He is. We're just not sure which one. Oh, it's about that UFO that landed on the store where he works, isn't it? Ma'am, that's just a rumor. There is no UFO. Right. There's no UFO. <laughs> I'll be downstairs. Let me know when the men in black arrive. All right, guys, gloves on. We're looking for anything that might ID this guy. Anything that looks out of place, weapons, contraband, anything. Kate, look at this map. Each stick pin has a thread of yarn pinned to these pictures. They, they look like landmarks, just everyday common items. Look at this one, in Cambridge. Oh, that's the monument, the Roosevelt Elevator. Why would he be targeting old monuments and landmarks? Is this guy some sort of fanatical prankster? Look. Here's one in Baltimore, or North Charles Street near Penn Station. <laughs> well, I'll be. Now that's totally weird. This little blue kiosk-like building? It's an old Baltimore police box. What's weird about that? Oh, Kate, you gotta watch the BBC more often. Hey, look, here's a couple in D.C., Philly, New York. They're all over. Check out this global map here. There are pins placed around the entire globe. Well, this guy's either a terrorist... Well, he's got one heck of a bucket list of places to visit. I, I hate to say this, but uh, 
We better get our friends at Homeland Security on this. This is getting way over our heads. I'll take care of contacting Homeland. I'm sure they'll want us to preserve the evidence. We'd better not bag and tag anything just yet. Ah, wouldn't you know it? Two cases of ours, most likely lost to the feds. We do the work, they waltz in, take the glory. Look at all the pins up here. Detectives, I think I might have something in this bathroom zinc. Look down that zinc ring. Now let's see what you got there, Officer Windsor. Oh, looks like I see some loose hairs. Now, Jeremy had pretty long hair. Check out this trash. I recognize that. That's the men's hair dye. I think our boy's changing his appearance. You recognize that, do you? Hair dye. Hmm. Hey, I ain't getting any younger. And don't tell me you don't know anything about hair coloring. I'll never tell. Well, there's no sense in us gathering samples. Homeland Security will just take it. Let's see if we can find anything else that'll give us a clue to where he might be headed. What's all that on the table over there? A laminate, trimmings, nice high-end printer. I'd say Mr. Parks might be uh, adding forgery to his growing list of charges. He's probably created a new identity. Hawk. Detective Hawk, Nelson here. I'll put you on speaker. What was written on the pad? It says, Bravo Alpha Whiskey 228-1405. Jim, does that mean anything to you? Well, uh, normally I would say I had no clue, but in this case... Trimmings? Trimmings and this. Looks like a first attempt at a passport, which means international travel, which means... An international flight. Hey, rookie, go to flightaware.com. Type in those first sets of letters and numbers. Then look for a, a search box that's labeled, uh, track flight. I'm not sure I want to know how you know this. Ah, real-world flight simulation games. I really haven't flown much since the, my army days. It, you know, it keeps me sharp. Playing games may have paid off. Bravo Alpha Whiskey 228 is British Airways Flight 228. 1402 is the local arrival time to Alpha Romeo November. Oh, A-R-N. That's Orlando. That's Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah, about six hours ahead of us, so uh, he's there by now. Nelson, do you have the contact info for the agents who came for our friend, Henry? Yes. And since you didn't refer to me as rookie, like someone else I know, I'll get right on it. Want me to send them straight to Parks' address here on the warboard? Yes. Also, inform them that Parks may be in Stockholm. I want you to also send a uni to Florina's store. See if she has any photos of Parks. We'll need to alter it. He possibly has much shorter hair... And he might be a blonde. That would work in Sweden. Okay, Detective, I'll get right on it. And let Captain McCall know we're bringing Homeland in on this, and we'll brief her when we get back. Thanks. Maybe they can get Interpol involved. Officer, go ahead and finish up with the photos, then leave the SIM card with Officer Nelson at SIS. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? We went from an annoying prank on a roof to a case of filing a false police report to counterfeiting to Interpol all in the same week. And... I still think he was linked to that crazy old German guy we arrested. What makes you say that? I just don't buy a story. A store owner was positive about him saying it was a German's idea. You don't say, the German told me, when you're talking about your heritage. Now, when I lose my temper, I don't say the Irishman did it. I say it was the Irish in me. Even though I suspect you're right, Jim, remember, we gotta let the evidence do the talking. 
It will give us the facts. <laughs> well, thank you, miss. I'll listen to my gut. Jim, what do you make of these technical drawings over here? It, uh, it almost looks like a two-man sub, except for the interior. That's not a sub. That's a bomb. A really big bomb. Katie, bar the door! Wait, look here in the legend. That can't be right. 1942? Aha! Uh -huh. It's all in German. How about that, Kate? You think the German in him made this? I don't know, Jim. Guys, make sure you get good photos of these plants before Homeland gets here. Alright, we need to get back and brief Captain McCall on what we found. The trouble was, I did know. These plans were drawn up by Von Longer right before the IDF stepped in. But how did Parks get them? The only explanation was that Parks was there when Von Longer landed in the Stip. That would explain how he got off the roof. Parks had a key to the store and helped him escape. Henry must have given him the plans, but how could Henry have the plans if he escaped from prison? Then it hit me. Von Longer didn't bring the plans with him to give to Parks. Parks had the plans, and Von Longer was looking for them. Either Parks or someone from his past had to have crossed paths with Von Longer. Why these plans still exist is the real question. Detective Hawk, I understand there were some new developments in your monument case that might involve Homeland Security. Again? Captain, it appears that the store clerk, Jeremy Parks, boarded an international flight to Stockholm, Sweden last night. When we searched his apartment, we found maps, blueprints, and evidence of him changing his appearance and identity. And we're bringing in Homeland Security because of maps showing possible targets? That, and because of the blueprints for what seems to be a very large bomb. Do we have any reason to believe that this bomb has been manufactured? Captain, these blueprints are from World War II. The main components seem to require uranium, and I don't think the amount required could be bought without raising red flags. I think what's at stake here is the technology. The technology to make the bomb rather than an actual bomb. I believe so. The actual blueprints for the bomb's construction are still taped to Parks' wall. I think what he made off with were the notes, equations, and papers from the scientists who developed this during the Second World War. And since the Germans never used an atomic bomb against us, we can deduce that they never built it. So why Sweden? What would take your suspect there? We're trying to get some additional info from Interpol, but I'm afraid once Homeland Security gets on board, we might never know. Thank you, Detective. Let me know when Homeland takes the case. We've wasted enough time and manpower on this one. <laughs> Captain McCall, I couldn't agree more. Detective, have you had lunch yet? Brought it. There's a stand close by that sells the best hot dogs this side of Camden Yards. Did you get that photo of Parks? Yes, I did. Now look, they have really nice buns and great dill pickles. Is the photo good enough to use to alter his appearance? Like you, it's perfect. Ugh, brother. Hey, their chili dogs are incredible. Haven't had a chili dog since it was five years old. Threw it up that night. Never had one since. Thanks for bringing back the memory, Nelson. Pierman. Were your Homeland guys contacted? They're wrapping things up at Park's apartment as we speak. We'll take care of the cover-up. Like Von Longer, our Homeland Security officers will assume the case. We'll plant false leads and stories at the real Homeland headquarters, and that should put the matter to rest. How about Stockholm? Can your people there arrest Parks? Unfortunately, he slipped through before we could get there. There were extensive maps of the world, Pierman. There were hundreds of pins and pictures plotted on them. 
I'm guessing those are stip locations. That would be correct. It looks like Parks and Von Longer were planning an operation to take out all of our stip pads that we have. But since Von Longer has turned to our side, Parks will be working alone. Well, unless this guy's a nuclear physicist, what good are the notes he has? There is a possibility that Parks has a contact in Denmark. The quickest way to Denmark is to take the direct flight to Stockholm, then rent a car and take the Orsgood Bridge Tunnel. So I'm guessing one of the things he forged was an international driver's license. I've no idea how this guy comes up with so much cash to fly internationally, pay rent, and rent cars without any bank accounts. He seems to have extensive resources. I'm getting an update from our people at the apartment. Well, this is highly unusual. Pierman, in this case, what hasn't been unusual? Kate, I think I know why he is headed to Denmark. Well, in my short time of knowing you, this should be interesting. Why, pray tell, is he headed to Denmark? Because that's where he crashed his B-17 and met Von Longer. Kate, he's one of ours! In yet another twist in the case, Kate must now find out how Parks could have met Von Longer in 1943. How did Parks get there and when? Find out in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, The Dane Connection. Sweet Sue has been tied to the railroad tracks. Will our hero save her? Well, of course, the hero always prevails on Thriller Thursdays. I'm John Bell, the hero that rarely prevails in Bells in the Bat Free, the comedy show you can hear every Friday Follies and a bunch of Sunday showcases. Oops, looks like the hero may have been a tad late there.